One Word is a production of BFAC On Air. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to One Word. One Word. One Word. Woo! Um. (laughs) (laughs) I am Dominic. I'm Jenna. I'm Clara. I'm Zoe. And I'm Chloe. There was another name in there, wasn't there? We have a special guest host. This time there's five of us. We have Clara. Clara, introduce ourselves. Uh, Introduce yourself. (laughs) Introduce ourselves. I'm Clara. I'm friends with these guys. Yes, she is. (laughs) I'm Clara. And that takes a lot. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. We're a lot of work. Right. <laughs> I just used to fangirl over Clara because I would see her in shows. And I'd be like, oh my gosh, I know her. She's so talented and amazing. Who, who fans <laughs> over me? Well, <laughs> she speaks the truth. She does. She gives it to you straight. What I'm here for. Oh, oh. Well, today I am introing the episode because this is sadly my last one-word episode. Not sadly, because in order for it yeah. to to have happened, you have to have gone there and have exactly. to have done it. I've left a legacy here. Yes, girl. Oh. Because that is the word today. That is yeah. the word. I didn't know if you saw. Off, but it is. <laughs> yes, you forgot. <laughs> well, one of the most interesting things I think that we talked about was Hamilton and a quote that Jenna shared. Okay, I, I did was, not realize. Yeah. I'm going to save the quote for the actual episode, but okay. I did not realize that this quote was from the song. And it talks about seeds and plants and gardens. And you know how much I love you my plants. You can say every word. <laughs> just don't put them in order or in the context. No, I'm of leaving the them guessing. <laughs> they, they just have to guess. <laughs> they got to guess. I've got a delicious dinner. For you, it's made from chicken and it's fried. I can't wait till you see it. You'll find out what it is. You'll find out later. Oh my gosh. We also talked a little bit about college and college admissions and how that ties into the word legacy, which was super interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh my word. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm laughing at my own joke. I'm like crying good. right now. That was good. I enjoyed yours. Thanks. Sorry. Um, yeah. And it was. There was some really interesting stuff that happened in this episode that we talked about. Um, a donkey makes an appearance. Yeah, when you were going on with the dinner thing, I thought you were going to say, dinner is donkey. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, he's your friend. Don't eat him. Oh, my word. I'm not going to eat the donkey. But he does show up. Ooh, multiple times. And also, who shows up is some monkey. And we get to learn how to kill animals in this episode today. Right? Yeah. Oh. A little science experiment so for disgusted. you. No, I'm not. Ew. Animals. animals. What? I hate animals. <laughs> bunnies. No. Peter's going to. Oh, I do not like bunnies. Why? They are everywhere. Yeah. And they destroy <laughs> my backyard. I love bunnies. I do too. Okay. <laughs> Fine. You do not have and the Easter this spirit. This is why I have no fan people. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh, oh man. so interesting. It, you know the you know what I I really enjoyed Clara is dying over there. I really want to know why she's dying. Oh, so interesting. I'm going to cross my arms and start talking. <laughs> That's a reenactment of what Dominic just said. You all can't and see. And you wish at home you could see what just happened, but you cannot. Um, uh, you know what I find interesting? Is this one pulled in a lot of the themes throughout the season. It yeah. did. Yeah. It did. 
and it kind of put it, it 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 takes everything that we talked about throughout the season, puts it together in one package. And Chloe is breaking microphones. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was trying to adjust it covertly. I got it. You do not she have didn't. it. Just hold it. She didn't Just hold it. Okay, I'm holding it. <laughs> no talking for the rest of this Okay, sorry. Uh, but but the, the way it ties together all of the words that we, we had in our season one, and it really shines a light on the importance of those words in relation to our legacy. Mm-hmm. That's, that's what I really enjoyed the most yeah. uh, from this this episode and um you know I, what i just realized no mm-hmm. is this our 10th episode this is yep <gasps> 10 wow. episodes a season i this love is even numbers right? 10 this is a good episode end of the season 10. it is it's almost like our 100th episode My but it's is not <laughs> <a zero. laughs> yeah, so it's very exciting yeah we should do something really special on our 100th episode. Oh, my God. In 10 years, <laughs> you will both be dead. Can I? I'd also like to say Clara has an outburst <laughs> at, the very very middle, yeah, at the end of the episode, yep. and it goes to a very dark place. You did not know it was going to go. But you're going to love it. Um, but it gives you some insight into Clara. Yes. Uh, there. I said it. I said it. I said it. It's yes. in the world. It cannot oh be boy. retracted now. Yes. Well, Unless my legacy can be retracted. We'll find <laughs> out in the episode. Ooh, well, I guess on that note, we don't need to keep you guys waiting anymore. So I have just one word for you. Legacy. The word legacy first appeared in English in about the late 14th century, and it derives mm-hmm. from the Latin legatus, meaning ambassador, mm-hmm. like or somebody who received like a will. And over time, it kind of shifted to like what you were left in a will, so like an inheritance. Yeah, so for a I long like time, um, a legacy. <laughs> <laughs> Money. I, I disagree. I uh, I disagree. <laughs> you said that so nicely. So a legacy for a long oh, time. I'm nice. Meant- I'm kind. Oh, yeah. you're kind. You just disagree. I just dis- I kindly disagree, disagree that that is what we should think of when we think of legacy. I well, mean- lucky for you. Oh, I am lucky. Yeah. And kind. <laughs> as computers and, you know, the internet started to be more in use, it kind of shifted to how we know it as today as like what you leave behind after your life. There's also a word. You mentioned computer, though. Can I just say something? Yes, it sure. It also has a lot to do with computers. It does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Legacy is something that is, when you're talking about technology, it's something that's outdated or otherwise undesirable from a previous system. Oh, undesirable. Like a legacy system in technology. Interesting. I find that really interesting how you get these two different polar opposites. One is like, legacy, here's your money and your new home. And (laughs) And your donkey. And and your donkey. donkey. (laughs) It comes with the house. Most 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 times when you're having a real estate exchange, people just <laughs> throw in an extra dog to see the video. They're running off down the road. Wait, this is not your dog now. I don't want that. Down to the house. That's stubborn ass. Legacy. He's, he's a friend. Um, oh my gosh, Chloe. And scene there. <laughs> um. So you get these polar opposites, though. So you've got 
those things which are considered great, amazing things in our yeah. society, right? And then you've got it in the world of technologies where it's talking about undesirable things or old or used that is up, interesting. right? It's Isn't like they're evil twins or something. They're or opposite twins. Opposite of like the ends Kermit of the spectrum. and Constantine. Like Kermit oh, and Constantine. I love Constantine. the Muppets. You put a Muppet episode you in do. every episode. I have yeah, to. In I tradition, love you, you it, loved the Muppets I, too. I have always loved the Muppets. I'm very happy for you. Thank you. <laughs> okay, I interrupted you. Keep going. Oh, yeah. I was just going to mention that there's another sort of related word that also comes from, like, Greek-Roman, that sort of Latin root situation. <laughs> and oh, They're all the same. Yeah, whatever. And that is legate, which is a member of the clergy, especially, like, a cardinal, and it kind yeah. of just like a member of the church, and it also could mean a governor of, like, an ancient Roman province. Yeah, so it was, like, a person. Yeah. That was, yeah, you want to say something, Jenna? You no, well, can no. see it in your eyes. <laughs> so, so the person who was the, what is it, Leggett? Leggett. Mm-hmm. Leggett. Um, it doesn't flow off the tongue. No, very well, not really. Leggett. Especially so, the way it's spelled. Right. Again. It looks like Leggate. It does. Mm-hmm. Leggate. Open Leggate. <laughs> Open Leggate. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. So the person, <laughs> so the person who was the Leggett would, what were they? I'm sorry. Can you tell me what <laughs> It was like a member of the church or the clergy, or it would be a governor of a Roman a Roman province. Like an envoy oh. type of person. So it's like they had power and they were going to go speak. They had authority yes. they had to authority. do so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Which is and interesting because you often hear about like the legacy of powerful people. Yeah. So these legates probably had pretty like, you know, notable legacies. Yeah. And, well, wait a minute. So yeah. legate now, though... To kind of go along with mm-hmm. that is can also mean somebody who is specifically representing the Pope. I just looked this up because I was like, like it, what is this? Which is intriguing to me because it's like, okay, I don't know. It's just, it's about that. Like, like if somebody just came was like, here's what I have to say. And you're like, whatever. But then if you're the legate and you're like, oh, well, it's the legate. And they say the same thing. Now you're going to. Like well, they are delivering right. the uh, the legacy or the thing right. to pass to the people. Right. Right? And, and the leg part of legacy or legate leg. right, is it to, to collect or gather. <laughs> and it uh, has derivatives that mean to speak. So it's kind of a notion of gathering or picking your words. So the legate picks its words to then bestow upon the people to pass down the legacy or the information or the fill in the blank of what the thing is, right? But I, I found some interesting, there's a, a David Lansky, he has, a, he has an article and in it he talks about how if we spent our attention less on the object, so the money, the house that you inherit, any of that. The goat. Uh, mm -hmm. and more on the people whose mission it is to deliver the object, it becomes more about that humanity and less about physical objects, which, of course, as we all know from our episode a a couple months ago, we're not happy without those objects because 
marketing people have told us to be, right? Right. Oh, yeah. So we... Consumerism. Right. So we place an importance in getting those objects as the legacy as opposed to the human element of the legacy. That's why I don't like that other version of the definition. You never liked the first version. Dominic never likes the first definition. I'm hard to please, people. <laughs> <laughs> so there's Peter Stroppel also says... That's a nice name. Isn't that... A, that is a nice like name. Peter Stroppel. We should write him and tell him... Good job picking your name, uh, even though you didn't. And that's a your legacy mama your parents uh, you gave to you. You can change your name. You can. It's yeah. true. Yeah. Maybe he did. But Maybe legacy is not leaving something for people. It's leaving something in people. Oh. Right? Like, yeah. not like physically. No, Cut you no, open, like, put the money inside, <laughs> and then throw you back up. up. <laughs> no, it's, it's about how you make people feel or what, how you are as a person oh. that lifts them up and brings them to a different, you know, place. Of, it's like, it's like, okay, ready, ready? Okay. Envision with me. Yes. There's I a person walking down the road mm -hmm. and they're like, I want to instill kindness in people. And then they take their hands and <laughs> they beam them towards people. <laughs> And light comes out. It's like kindness. And then it hits the person. They're like, ah, I've they been glow. In They then glow and radiate. It's and they glow visual. and radiate. You know, Just if like we that. could do that. That happens every day. Yeah. But but would that be used in the opposite way, too? Like, could evil people use it in the very opposite oh, way? Okay. Everything um, you do, I think, has a legacy, whether good or bad. Oh, that's so interesting. Is it, though? Would it still? Well, yeah, I guess it would be. I, I mean, always think is, of legacy okay. as a positive Thing, it definitely has a positive connotation, but like also have a negative legacy. Well, te yeah. technically, yeah. if it's something that's left behind or something, right? What what was that definition? Uh, let me find. Yeah, yeah, look <laughs> that back up. But if if we're leaving something behind for other people, oh, it, it's described inherited. as property and left in a will. That's so, yeah. proper. Okay, so that's that one. What's the other <laughs> yeah. one? Uh, something transmitted or received from an ancestor or predecessor or from the past. Right. Yep. Something handed down from an ancestor or predecessor. Well, from and the past. one of the, like when you think about the phrase, the war left a legacy of pain and suffering, that mm -hmm. actually, yeah, yeah, that makes sense to me because, yeah, because, yeah. Because, yeah. Well, yeah. yeah, it's true. Yeah. It, legacy can be good or bad. And I do think many people think of it as positive. Let's talk about some legacies then. Do we know who Carnegie is, or or no, some people no. call him Carnegie or Carnegie? There's, I've heard He's two things. Scottish. So. The people in New York City, by the way, they typically call it Carnegie. Carnegie. Yeah. I just um, call him Car. <laughs> broom, They're broom. So he. I call him Andy. We're on first name basis. He was really his fortune was made by massive worker exploitation. Oh, that's nice. Isn't isn't that great? Tip very anti-union. Oh. And here's the interesting part, though. Later in life, he felt guilty about what a horrible person he had been, and he started massively donating money to oh. charitable causes. Interesting. Isn't that interesting? But it's interesting, though, that we don't know that about him because he has a legacy of being this, like, titan sure. of industry. Yeah. You got yeah. Carnegie Hall, Carnegie Mellon, yeah. Carnegie oh, yeah. Institute. Libraries, concert halls, all over. I feel like the main thing we learned about him, other than like the like monopoly thing, was about like how much like he gave back. He thought it was so important for like the wealthy people to give back. Is that yeah? Well, did he? Let me ask this: Did he really think that way? Yeah. Or was he just haunted at the end of his life? 
Oh. He's like, huh, I'm not going to need all this money for very much longer. Might as well give it away so maybe people like me now or will think of me in a better light. That's interesting because right? he, or it could be that. It could be like maybe he did have a, you know, maybe he was convicted, you know, of like in a in a positive way mm-hmm. of like, oh, man, been a crappy person. <laughs> right. I also, I need to not be a crappy person. Yeah. Or was he being a little bit more, I don't know. I don't know if selfish is the right word for it, but like, well, can't keep it. Well, so then. Can't take it with you. So can legacies change? Can, uh, well, absolutely, yeah. Can you I rectify so. a legacy? I mean, yes, I think that there's cases where it can be rectified, but I feel like in this specific one, like, I mean, the bad things that he did don't just disappear. That's also something that is brought down with generations. And yes, he donated money to charity, but um, I guess I don't know too much about the man. But you said that he felt guilty. And that to me, when you first read it was like, oh, he feels bad. It wasn't like I'm doing this because I want to. Mm -hmm. It's I'm doing this because... I have to almost, if that makes sense. Like if he is at the end of his life. So let me ask it. Had, had that, let's just rewind time and then fast forward again. Right. And let's just say that he hadn't gone and uh, started, you know, feeling bad about it and then massively donating. What do we think people would have thought of him then? And all the things he worked for Carnegie Hall, Carnegie Mellon, all these different places and all this different stuff. Would it have just crumbled right. if it came to light what he had done without going back and, and doing anything positive. That's a really good point because especially as you think about the last couple of years and even just with um, different statues that are being taken down yeah, around the country, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and and it's like, okay, for so long, these people were praised for the good that they did, but as people... And it's not like people didn't know the other things that occurred. It's not like they didn't know about, you know, um, uh, different people had slaves or things like that. Yeah. But it's that we just kind of took it as, well, that was part of our world. So, you know, we just kind of go with it. But then as people, it's almost like in the past so many years, people are looking back on things of like, no, that's not okay. And we're not going to be okay with this. Here's what we're going to do about it. So I think you're right. Like if Carnegie had not. Yeah then maybe his story would have been a little bit different of how we see him now. So there's another guy. His name is Charles Archon. No, Charles Archon. Charles. Charles. R, period. Oh, okay. Con. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we got to cite my Khan. source appropriately. Mr. Academy. Yeah, right. <laughs> so he has an article. It's called Think About Historical Legacies. And in it, he poses a process by which to have legacy investigations, which are not cosmetic reactions to pressure, but thoughtful community solutions seen in the context of promoting restorative justice, improving understanding, and building relationships between different identity groups. And it's really interesting because within this, there's a whole kind of flow chart as it would be, where, you know, you ask this question and does it do this? If so, go this way. If it does this other thing, go this way to kind of give you a answer on how you would 
look, look at that legacy investigation. So here are some of the potential remedies that could be, could be, could be there for these. Uh, one is to contextualize a placard, which leaves, leaves the artifact in place, but tells the story of the actor's role in offensive acts. So it leaves it in place, but kind of educates at the same time. Mm-hmm. Balancing is another range of potential remedies, which is brings into the physical or digital space the voices, images of others, including those wronged. It's a balancing restorative justice action. Relocation, which could move an artifact, but um, to a place where it can be studied. Reshaping or editing. So the original monument is left in place, but it's altered in a way to highlight offensive aspects. Destroying or removing, renaming, that's kind of uh, in the uh, instance of like a street being named after person and you don't feel it should be, right? Mm. Moral balancing, so applying a moral calculus to determine the principal legacy of the future. And then uh, uh, the final range of potential remedies is reparations and or restorative justice. Mm. So it's just really interesting and he lays out in this article, it's a very interesting article if you, if you ever want more information, but it lays out, does, uh, for example, the first one is, does the artifact honor the contested actor or simply chronicle? If it chronicles it, you would go over one way. If it honors it, keep going down the line to see where, where you get over to that range of potential remedies. That kind of goes a little bit back to the episode we had on ostracizing. Yeah. Right, yeah. <laughs> and and how we discussed a little bit of that, and how what cancel culture was doing, right? Yeah, right. And we're like, <laughs> I don't know. It's just so interesting because we're canceling people who aren't here anymore. <laughs> right? That's kind of what it is. Yeah, <laughs> we're like, you know what? You had a legacy, and not anymore. So we're changing is, how your legacy looks. Is legacy is legacy ever finished then? That's something while I was researching that, like, is your legacy finished? Can a legacy I don't, die? I don't think so. But I think that it can be altered and changed in a way. Because okay. we, like, we touched on this a little bit earlier. But um, when I was researching negative legacies, like examples, I, there was an article that came up um, for on parenting. And yeah. it says, the, the example that it says is, you may have been raised by parents who were very strict in their discipline. They were quick to punish, did not allow you to explain your point of view, and used humiliation as a discipline tool. As an adult, you may decide that you want to reverse that legacy instead of using discipline that shames your children. You choose methods that maintain their self-esteem and your relationship with them. So it's it continues, especially with families, too, because it is something that is like left for the next generation. Um, I, I mean, So does that restore your parents' legacy, or does that set your legacy into place? I think it's a little bit of... Kind of merges the legacies into yeah, I don't one think familial legacy. Yeah, exactly. I was just exactly. going to say, are we talking about what the family is then passing down from generation to right. generation? Like a tradition. You can alter <laughs> it. Like a tradition. Yeah, Something traditions. Perfect. Yeah, traditions <laughs> are very much um, a part of the legacy yeah. that we pass on to people, especially if we are talking about a legacy which leaves something in people and not for them. 
those traditions are forever ingrained in who you are. Uh, yeah, actually, I... That's my legacy um, beam. <laughs> nice, nice. I love the sound effect <clears throat> with that, you. too. I read about an experiment um, similarly to that. It's about, like, intergenerational decisions mm-hmm. and tradition, and it's called the five monkey experiment. Did they jump on a bed? Oh, no, sadly, they did not. off. And bumps bumps his his head. So the experiment was that five five monkeys were placed inside of in a cage, and there was a ladder that was set in the middle of it. And on top of the ladder was a pile of bananas. So when the monkeys would try and climb up the ladder, um, the scientists would spray them with cold water, which they obviously do not like. So eventually, they learned that they. I'm glad you said obviously (laughs) they do not like because I'm going to be honest with you, I would not have known monkeys don't like. Cold, cold water. Listen, I'm not speaking for all monkeys okay. out there. <laughs> these guys, but these monkeys like. in this experiment did not Let's like cold just water. Not take for granted and think people know that monkeys don't like monkeys. Okay, strange. okay. Well, in case you didn't know, these monkeys did not like cold water. Love bananas, hate cold water. Exactly. That's what you need to know going in. Oh, and these so, two worlds are colliding. <laughs> Eventually, the monkeys learned that they should not climb the ladder despite the bananas being at the top because they are going to be placed in an uncomfortable position. So, as the experiment continues Mm. they remove one of the original monkeys and they put a new monkey in the group and that monkey obviously the first thing it tries to do is climb the ladder to get the bananas and the scientists don't spray this monkey because (gasps) the other monkeys quickly pull the um the new monkey down and like beat up the (laughs) monkey to try like they help him and figure out how they beat him up they beat him up to try and like teach him not to climb the ladder yeah so the experiment continues until the entire group of monkeys um are new monkeys so none of them actually experience the original getting sprayed with cold water so but this legacy of the spraying of cold water got ingrained into Mm -hmm. them as can i say as a society Yep. Right. Yeah. So it can be. It could be. Um, or the question that can. Sorry, the answer to the question of like why do we not climb the ladder is I don't know. That's just how it's always been done. Seventy-five percent of Americans vote just how their parents voted because that's all. Really. They, because that's how they were raised and that's how they that's all they've ever known. So they just inherit okay. their politics. I'm sorry. So now I'm going to go back to the honesty <laughs> episode when we were talking about how we need to investigate things for ourselves. And Don't for just ourselves. take that information be like, well, this is this is yep. this, this is this. No, you need to go and research it and dive into it and see what you think about it or how it relates to the world today now here, right? Yeah. I feel like that's the most important part now and here because I mean, things change always and we have to be okay adapting to that because as humans, we like naturally find patterns and then we stick to that. And I mean, sometimes it's good to break those patterns because just because we have a pattern and we feel safe in that pattern does not mean it's healthy. Yeah. That's that's very interesting. True. I do think it's hard sometimes. Though. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Where it's like, because, you know, we were just talking about um, families and how, you know, you learn like the legacy of your family and like things kind of get passed down the line. And I think sometimes um, you you kind of, like some people fall into this thing of like, I've always been told what to do. And so not having their own voice, not mm-hmm. being able to kind of speak or say their own thing and then trying to figure out and find their own voice. And I think that's one thing where, I don't know, I think now it's gotten a little bit better where mm-hmm. parents kind of work with their children on, well, what, you know, like 
what do you like? What do you want? What this is this? But I think sometimes there was that just kind of like ingrained into your children. Like you listen to what I want to do. You do what I want to do. And then suddenly people are following in those footsteps of what their parents were. But you're right. Like we got to think for ourselves, but sometimes it's hard to get past that. Yeah. My dad is a junior. Everything that he likes is just stuff that his dad liked. Mm -hmm. He loves baseball. He loves race cars. He like went to the same college as his stepdad. Like he just, his whole like everything that he chose to do, it seems like it just came from like what his father liked. And I, I talking about it, I'm like, that's ridiculous. And then I'm thinking about what I want to do with my life. And it sounds a lot like what my mom did. Yeah, you oh, work. Yeah. Yeah. And so, also you work at the Cougar Stadium. Well, that's just nepotism. <laughs> I just need money. <laughs> so you brought up a very interesting point because there's another element to this word legacy, which is very much ingrained into our collegiate systems, right? Oh, yeah. I didn't even think about that. There is legacy systems where you can, uh, where if a a parent went to a school, you are considered a legacy. Legacy. Mm -hmm. And, you know, depending upon the school or whatnot, you can... Like get into a sorority. You in, or, or you can get or, into the school. Yeah. My my mom went to BC, Boston College, and my <laughs> and so did her brother. And mm-hmm. my cousin, her brother's daughter, is like, yeah, like 70% of people there like had their parents also go there. So, like so many people are like, is that yeah. fair? So interesting. Are people getting into places because, so bear with me for a second, because family has gotten into places and therefore they get into places and... You know, because knowledge and money sometimes can go hand in hand, right? So if if generations and generations ago you get into an institution and then the legacy allows further people to get in, but maybe not others, and mm-hmm. there's only a certain number of spaces for people to get in, is that justifiable in terms of getting ourselves to an equitable place for the disbursement of information and education and that kind of thing, right? I don't know. I, that's I'm just posing that question. Yeah, I think it's unfair. And I do know that schools, um, well, some schools, they raise your acceptance rate if your parents went there. But I kind of think that's almost unfair because... I mean, however smart your parents were doesn't define however smart you are. And it also definitely doesn't define your interests. Like both my parents went to Purdue Northwest um, for engineering. And I like for me, because I'm graduating and I'm going to college, I want to do something creative and um, something in the arts. And like we visited the campus and it is beautiful, but it's like, I don't know. I don't want to go there. But it's unfair to the people who do want to go there that my acceptance rate is heightened just because my parents went there, you know? So, and I cannot find the piece of data that I found regarding these legacy um, schools, but there is actually data that shows, so with these legacy enrollments and whatnot, it's the, the students are actually eligible to get in at an equal rate to others, but they are just then chosen because of the legacy status. So it mm-hmm. it is slightly unfair, but that does that then also just go to the element of, you know, we have a financial system where these people 
you know, people are educated unequitably across across our systems, mm-hmm. and of they would be because their parents come from a place and they received an inheritance, perhaps, and that's passed down. And we continue to educate our system because ourselves and our our families at a certain level because that is our legacy in our family versus different groups of people who might not have been given those same financial opportunities so they never got to a certain level and and, and whatnot. I'm, I'm, does that make sense? That's a yeah. big one, money, especially like with our word, you know, even revolving around money. But I feel like that sets a lot of people up for success all over. I think also... I mean, this, I'm not like negating the validity of this issue, but also I think there's sometimes big pressure from parents to have their children go to the same schools as them. So that, I mean, I don't think that necessarily justifies Mm -hmm. people getting in easier, but it does explain like why so many people go to so many schools that their parents went to, because like we were talking about, it just is ingrained into them that like, that's what they are going to do with their lives. And for the college, like the college like they they give acceptance to people they think will accept them back right. and i think that like mm-hmm. kids whose parents have gone to those schools would be more likely to try and go like actually go to those schools mm-hmm. which makes it look better for the college like more people are actually Except. accepting them mm-hmm. i so when i was when i was little and i would watch um you know like different movies or shows and they talked about like you know there were students who were legacies and all that stuff I didn't think that was a real thing. Yeah. <laughs> so then when I got older and people were like, oh, well, I went here. Like, I'm like, I was like, oh, you um, do exist. Yeah. It was so weird to me. Like that concept was just not like in my scope. I so I was the first in my immediate family to, to graduate from college. My mom had gone to college, but didn't end up finishing Um, My dad did not go to college. So like it wasn't even necessarily a this is something you're going to do type thing. Like that Mm -hmm. wasn't really, I don't know. I guess I I feel like I'm using the word legacy a little bit generically. (laughs) But like it wasn't, that wasn't necessarily anything that we thought about as like legacy for us. It was more like um, do well for yourself, do better Mm -hmm. for yourself kind of thing. Oh, yeah. My mom was born in Alabama, and then they moved to Compton, California. My dad was raised in the projects in Chicago. So mm-hmm. they both kind of came from, you know, like backgrounds that were not a lot of people's backgrounds. Sure, yeah. <laughs> um, especially, like, you know, it, with the people that I went to college with. So it was – so, like, when I went to college, there was, like, suddenly all this pressure of, like, oh, my gosh, like – I need to continue this on. It was almost Mm -hmm. like I need to create something more because we're like bettering ourselves. But then, but then, okay, wait, wait, wait. Okay, about to, props to my father. So my dad, (laughs) um, he did not go to college. He was in the army. Um, When he was in the army, he he was um, a command sergeant major in the army. Mm -hmm. And when he was in sergeant major school, he got his associate's degree. This was like, he was probably like in his 50s or 60s. Then, after he retired, he went back and got his bachelor's. Then, he went back and got a double master's. Wow. wow. Right? And, like, I just look at this man, and I'm just like, oh, my gosh. Like, I'm so proud of you and what you've done. And, like, he's such an inspiration to me where it's, like, that Mm -hmm. legacy kind of, like, I don't know, where it's, like, I don't have children, but in my head, I'm like, 
I'm going to tell my children, like, your, <laughs> your grandfather did this. Like, let's, you know, yeah. like, look at what you can achieve because your grandfather did this when he was in his 60s. Mm-hmm. So you just described something very interesting. The legacy. So a legacy. So here's another quote from Eric Burden. Um, and he has an unfortunate last name. <laughs> I'm sorry, Eric. <laughs> that is the legacy his family gave him. <laughs> he burdened him with that yes. last name. Hey, that was good. That I was good. want, <laughs> I want my legacy to exist now, currently, not after I'm gone. It seems like what you're saying there is a legacy that your father is passing onward yeah. to you. So, I think we typically think about legacy in terms of, like, you're gone. You either like leave a job and you leave a legacy with that institution or you pass away and you leave a legacy behind of some, do you have to like, do you, do you, can you have a legacy in the here and now with where you are or does legacy have to exist for what you've done and you've left and you're gone? That's a really good question. I think I traditionally think of it as like the second one. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think that's you, how most people I think. think you're still alive. It feels more like like your reputation. Like yeah. It's something. Oh yeah. Taylor Swift. <laughs> yeah. Like Taylor Swift. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it's like you think of if you're going to leave a legacy, then you have to leave. Yeah. 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 And that's kind of what that feels that's like. That's sad. Oh, no. Let me ask this. Is it sad it's or is it motivating uh, for uh, you to push yourself <laughs> so for those great things? Does that make sense? I think no, it's it both. I think it's sad and motivating. Mm-hmm. And I think, like Chloe just said, bittersweet. I think it's totally a bittersweet thing because you desire. Or something more you desire for mm-hmm. um, these things that you've done to continue on, whether that's with you or somebody else. And um, and hopefully, like, that will get picked up and move on. But there's a sense of if you leave it, whether that's willingly or, like, you know, people who, um, like, died or, you know, yeah. or something like that. Or something like that. <laughs> there's nothing <laughs> something like it. <laughs> right. Then it's like, okay, it has to... I mean, that person doesn't even know, you know, like how many people out there have this huge legacy and they have no clue, you know, because this was after their time of what they inspired. And this keeps making me think of Hamilton because I just rewatched it like the other week. And I mean, his whole thing was like he didn't have a very good legacy until someone wrote a musical about him like 200 years after his life. And that's a legacy he's never going to know that he had, even though he was constantly concerned with legacy in his life. Yeah. But Mm -hmm. more people know about it now in a better light. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah. And there's that one line in, um, in the one song legacy. What is a legacy? It's planting seeds in a garden. No one gets to see. And like that. It's like doing it when people aren't necessarily looking. Right. Or expecting it. And, oh, wait, wait, wait. And the line before that, (laughs) shout out to Hamilton, (laughs) Um, is like um, something about like, is this bullet my legacy? So it is. It's like, okay, like it could, his life could have drastically been seen more as like this person died in a duel, the end, right? Versus look at all the things that continued on because of 
Elton Hamilton. He made some poor choices, but look at the stuff that kind of came from it, too. He and made some important so choices, too. Yeah. Yes. What you just quoted, yeah. that kind of goes to what legacy, what it takes to leave a legacy. Specifically, that quote that you just mentioned about it, it's planting a seeds in a garden you will never see. Um, so that kind of talks about how creating a legacy takes faith because you don't know how it will turn out. Yeah. You're planting a seeds in a garden, you don't know. Did you know there's certain things that when you to leave a legacy, you have to have? Faith? Trust in Pixie Dust. And there's yeah! Yeah! But <laughs> 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 I'm glad you got it out before the it's time runs out. <laughs> Would it surprise you if I were to say it is not... Pixie dust. Would that, <laughs> would that surprise well, you? You do need pixie dust. Also. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe that is in uh, some other bit. article. Uh, faith. I'm going to write an article. Drive and consistency. Mm. Consistently doing that. Consistently being that, right? If you're talking about the financial aspect of it, right? Consistently saving your money. Consistently being honest. Consistently. <laughs> Being strong and being, right? That consistency, drive, and faith. Consistency uh. is so difficult oh sometimes, my though. Yeah. Like, I. What makes it difficult in, in the terms of legacy? Like, what would, what, what, what are some obstacles to that? Everything. Yeah. I feel like I am the most consistent at being consistent <laughs> exactly I feel like personally I find my patterns that I feel comfortable in yeah. and then like 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 I said earlier sometimes when you feel safe it doesn't mean it's healthy right and I will personally find things that I feel safe in and I feel comfortable in but then I'm able to identify that okay maybe this isn't healthy but because it's just the routine and it's natural to do like the it just do it every day I would, I would go as far, too, as to say that the problem that makes consistency hard, and this is where we abandon ourselves sometimes, is, you know, in leaving that, that legacy that we want to instill in people, right, in our world, I, I think we're such a negative world a lot of times, yeah. spread with uh, pressure for negative things and all these things. And it makes us try to avoid the good sometimes to take that bypass because it might be more popular to go this route as opposed to this one, mm -hmm. which are the qualities we want to leave behind and instill in people. Yeah, something I was going to say earlier when we were talking about um, like the planting seeds in a garden that you'll never see is like I know me like personally sometimes I get concerned about if I'm going to leave a positive footprint wherever I go and sometimes that's more consuming than just like existing and being and mm -hmm. I really liked that quote that you shared because you know sometimes you just have to live and then your legacy will follow I don't think it's good to focus so hard on what you're going to leave behind instead yeah. of just living in the moment so Brandon Lee says that immortal, immortality is to live your life doing good things and leaving your mark behind. So that's immortality. <laughs> right, but if it is, then you're not really gone because 
what you've done lives on mm-hmm. in other people in some way. Yeah, I think it's most important to focus on that definition instead of, you know, money. Because as we established in the beginning. So you agree with me? that look at- <laughs> Yeah, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I agree with you. No, I mean, it's it's just so much more impactful in the end when, you know, you lose someone per se and you bring up memories to them. Maybe they left you, I don't know, six trillion dollars. But you remember the time where you guys shared a cookie at the park. Yeah. Like that's so much more just important than any of the worldly things. And I think that's the most important part of legacy and what you leave behind is living in the moment and being true and being good and being real and know that hopefully that has a positive impact on someone that you may not ever meet. So I think that's the most important thing about this word specifically. Yeah. I feel like going back to the consistency thing, it's, I feel like it's true most of the time, but a lot of times like one bad thing could ruin your whole legacy. Even if you were like consistently pretty nice, you do like one horrible thing that ruins your entire legacy. Everyone just thinks, oh, that's the guy that like shot his wife. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. And you never shot your wife before that. He never shot his wife before that, but he does it one time and that's his thing. I was thinking like, oh, you know, he like was really mean to like this group, you know, like he had a bad day. He shot his wife and and now he has ruined his legacy. Oh my gosh. Um, that killed me. <laughs> true. I, I there is you know one big thing could ruin your entire legacy. It is true. Yes. Or even like a small thing like shooting your wife. <laughs> <laughs> well, despite the shooting your wife thing, I think that it is really important to focus on, you know, paying attention to how you treat other people. Like the quote that we shared earlier. Um, leaving something, not leaving something behind for people, but leaving something in people. Like the strength that we talked about, leaving strength for your kids and your friends and your family and um, not ostracizing people. That's a big one. (laughs) Like tradition, things that are passed down from generation to generation. it, It all counts towards your legacy. And I think it's It's really important, especially for the future of the world, to focus on the positive and focus on who you are and the good things that you do rather than the worldly possessions like money and houses and donkeys. And (laughs) the list can go on. (laughs) That's great. Well, I am Dominic. I'm Jenna. I'm Clara. I am Zoe. And I am Chloe. And uh, Clara, it was delightful to have you Thank with you us. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for being Thanks, a guys. special guest host with us today. And we would like to say goodbye mm-hmm. to Zoe. This will be her last episode with us. Yeah. Yes. You but this has been the closing of the season one of... Ooh. One word. One word. Oh, there we go. Oh, it's just loveliness in the air. Oh my gosh.
gosh. That was the best that we've done. Yeah. Yeah. Did you it's hear that finale. harmony? Yeah. Uh, oh my it's uh, the season finale. Although I will what? say, looking back to episode one, it really had to just go up from, from that one, okay. right? Well, <laughs> no. Okay. Everybody just calm down. All right. We'll calm it down. Thank you for joining us this season. We will see you again in a few short months for season two. One Word is a production of BFAC On Air.